It's all about the prep and not the hype videos. You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fight on, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Holkin, and thank you for making Locked On USC your first listen every single day, whether you're watching me on YouTube or wherever you'd like to download your podcast. We are free, and I want to say thank you for uh, coming along for the ride. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you are, there's a like button right about there. Do me a favor, hit it. And if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, why not? Join the thousands of of others who already have, so I can say thank you to you as well. All right, so this episode of Locked On USC is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com forward slash locked on today to get started. So have any of you seen the latest hype video release from USC? Excuse me, where I pop a cough drop in there. <coughs> if you haven't, let me kind of just put some con, you know, give you a build it up. It's on you, it's on uh, Twitter. You can find it. The players are out there, it's dark outside. It's cold. The sun hasn't come up. You can see the players breathing and the breath in front of them. Yeah, it's football weather, right? So, hype videos, those come out every year. And it's, you know, they're there to get get the fans excited. Well, this one, um, Lincoln Riley is doing the narration. So whoever did the, the video producing for this one, they did a really good job, by the way. I love the camera angles, great shots. Uh, but I love the quotes that you picked up from Coach Riley. First one, do you make the other people in your group better because you're here, end quote. And he's got the whole team huddled around him. And then the very next line, he literally flips the script and he got all philosophical on his guys <laughs> And he was, quote, and would it be any different if you weren't here? I mean, that's a thinker. You know, what are you contributing? What are you doing to make not only yourself better, but your teammate better? So what does it mean? It means being a teammate. You know, it means not leaving anyone behind. Pushing, pulling, you know, getting that next guy to the finish line. Uh, It's telling your friend and who's, you know, also your teammate, that he needs to do more if you want to, if the team wants to reach their goal. This is, this is the time of, this is when this stuff is going on. Uh, the next, the next line from, from Lincoln was, uh, there's no cost to this, just the cost in your mind. Just work. The longer it goes, the better we get. And he said that twice. The longer it goes, the better the better we get. What does that mean? I, I think that's pretty easy to, to try and decipher. The longer you work hard at getting better, the better the team gets. Just keep working. Put in the work. Doesn't matter how long it takes, just do it. Make sure you finish your business. Um because, look, we've all, well, I would say most of us, I would hope, think, have 
played sports. We, I know if you're watching the show, you enjoy watching sports. So when I say an individual makes up the team, you got 85, you need to have all 85 plus guys on this roster on the same page. You know, people, you know, some people might think that all this takes place during spring camp and fall camp when this type of stuff gets drilled home, you know, the, 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 the off season workouts, this is when um, the real work is done. Spring camp, fall camp. This is all, that's when you're installing the plays and you're figuring out who your starters are, who your backups are, what you do well, what you don't do well. This time of year before spring camp, when it's dark outside and it's cold, and it's like five in the morning when most of us want to be in bed. This is when the staff is starting to ferret out the guys, you know, who, who might be pulling other guys in the wrong direction. Um, and it got me thinking, you know, I'm not a huge reader, but there are certain things that, you know, you read or you hear about that stick with you. Um, Here's a quote I would love to pass along to Lincoln Riley. And it's from the book called Atomic Habits. Um, quote, Lincoln, check this out. When you fall in love with the process rather than the product, you don't have to wait to give yourself permission to be happy. You can be satisfied anytime your system is running, end quote. The book Atomic Habits is written by James Clear. Go check it out. And the premise of the book itself is basically it's, it's a guide to helping you break bad habits, how to adopt good habits. And it doesn't matter, you know, how small or, or incremental you, you start to implement the change. The more you do it, you'll see the positive changes in your routine. So what are the four things from, uh, that, that, in, that induces these positive changes? That make you happy when your system is running. One, make it obvious. Two, make it attractive. Three, make it easy. And four, make it satisfying. Well, this is a very generic, vague, you know, overall um, breakdown of, of the four things. So I'm not so sure about the easy part and how that applies. Um, because I've always been of the, uh, of the school that nothing should ever come easy. And that when you when you work hard and you have to you know, overcome hurdles, that's what makes it satisfying. Breaking through, and that's when it becomes easy. After you, you feel satisfied, everything becomes easy because you're doing it the way you know is successful. And I think that's what this time of year is all about. It's what Lincoln Riley and his coaching staff and the strength and conditioning staff, that's what they're out there with these guys at the crack of dawn, making sure that bad habits, you leave them at your apartment, you leave them in your dorm room. You're going to form some good habits so USC can get to the playoffs, so USC can win a playoff game, so USC can win another national championship. That's what we all want. So like I said, these hype videos, they come out every year and they're meant for the fans to, you know, to, to get them excited and with the anticipation, looking forward to 
spring camp and as a fan it's a very short video but it worked because i'm still counting down the days of spring camp which by the way 17 days away but before spring camp you got 17 days the nba season is at the halfway point the midway point of the nba season is here that's right all-star weekend and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Why do you want to do this? Well, because they're because new customers, they're going to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Pays to lose, right? So just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, it's secure, and it's easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to the point scores, Who's going to make the most threes in the game? Love the prop bets. Um, someone tell me, what's going on with the Lakers? I haven't been tuning in as long as LeBron's on the team. <clears throat> Sorry, it's my boycott. I'm a Laker fan first. And I will always be a Laker fan. I'm just not watching right now. Um, but with FanDuel, it lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. So if you are watching the Lakers and you want to decide how many threes LeBron's going to make, go for it. So don't miss a chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com forward slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com forward slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I want to thank everyone once again for making Locked on USC your first listen every single day. I want to make sure you go check out Locked on College Basketball. We are in that season. USC takes on Cal Galen Center Thursday night. Get out there. They have Locked on College Basketball. They have everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, you're going to hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and the players. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. So, we're going to stay on the spring camp theme. We're doing the countdown. Excuse me. On Wednesday, wearesc.com, and uh, our group list came out with number 17 on the, uh, on the intriguing players list heading into for spring camp. So, we are a C list at number 20. Remember, the higher the number, the least amount of intrigue. The lower the number, the most amount of intrigue. So, number 20, Justin Dietrich. Number 19, Cortland Ford. Number 18, Romello Height. Who is WeRSC.com's number 17? How about Zion Branch? Safety. He made my list too, but my intrigue with him is a little bit higher. So, when we get to uh, my list, uh, we'll we'll talk about Zion. Real quickly, though, uh, just to let everybody know who Zion Branch is, he is the older brother of Zechariah Branch, the wide receiver. Uh, both came from Bishop Gorman High School. Both are going to be NFL players. Both are are going to be upgrades once they start playing for USC. Now, last year. Zion, uh, before during the summer, he uh, he he injured his ACL and he did recover very quickly. And he was actually 
warming up with the team towards the second half of the season in uniform on game day. However, um, Lincoln Riley said, we're, we're not rushing this guy back. There's no reason we're going to have him ready for 2023. So that's the WeRSC.com intrigue list, number 17, Zion Branch. You know, everyone is wondering who's going to be teaming up with Kalen Bullock because Kalen's going to be the starting free safety. Who's going to be the starting strong safety and nickelback safety? Well, maybe Zion. We'll find out. Now, my number 17 most intriguing spring camp player is Shane Lee. So we're on the same page. You know, we're talking defense still. But I've moved up one level to the linebacker group. Why did Lee make my uh, list of intrigue? Well, I don't want to say he was exposed last year, but he uh, he is your prototypical. I think he's more well-suited for your 4-3 middle linebacker. His speed going lateral is not his strongest asset. I guess that's the, the nice way of putting it. He's a thumper. He's got great north, you know, he he can hit you going north-south. He'll fill the gap. You'll feel his hit. Um, you know, he can also cover um, when he has to drop in, into pass coverage. He, he had an interception, and I believe he had a pick six last year also. So this isn't necessarily a, a knock on Shane Lee. But because you brought in more linebackers through the transfer portal, as well as possibly the, the best high school linebacker in the country, Taka Curtis, you're now starting to say, you know, in 2022, Shane Lee and Eric Gentry, those were the guys, and they quickly established themselves. You know, Lee brought with him from Alabama that winning culture. He was highly recruited. He started at Alabama, and then he got injured. Well, at Alabama, if you get injured, there's a pretty good chance you're going to get Wally Pipped. And for those of you who don't know who Wally Pipp is, he was the first baseman for the New York Yankees. He got hurt. Lou Gehrig took over. The rest is history. <clears throat> so last year, um, Lee suffered that, that hand injury, thumb. I think it was a broken thumb, broken wrist. And he was able to play through it, but I think it was because there wasn't a lot of depth behind him. It was more out of necessity than uh, the need. Well, it was actually, it was necessity and need than want, I guess is what I should be saying. Um, behind Shane Lee last year was Raylan Goforth and Tua C.V. Nomura. Well, we know Raylan has taken his talents up to Seattle, he'll be playing for the Washington Huskies this year. And to Asibi, uh, who was one of the toughest SOBs you'll ever find, remember, he played with a bone sticking out of his hand uh, during the game. He has moved on to Fresno State. Now, those guys are gone. Gentry and Lee are still here. However, so is Mason Cobb, who just transferred. He brought his 96, 97 tackles that he had last year from Stillwater in Oklahoma State. Taka Curtis, the lineback, high school linebacker from Manny, Louisiana. He's already enrolled at USC. So he's taking part in these workouts. 
and I saw some pictures of him. Uh, looks like a freshman version of Brian Cushing. Not, I'm just saying, he's a lot bigger than I think people uh, give him credit for. So the intrigue for me with Lee is, is he willing to be a team captain, which I think he's going to carry that over. He, he was a team captain last year. Um, but also maybe lose that starting role. I'm not saying he's going to, but the room is eight deep now. And we know that tackling needs to get better at that second level. Tackling needs to get better across the board. But at the linebacker position, you want to have your guys leading the team in tackles. Typically, that's where it happens. So, you know, these are the guys that are in that part or part of the linebacker room. You've got Eric Gentry. I mentioned Mason Cobb, Shane Lee, Rajon Davis, Garrison Madden, freshman redshirt from uh, Georgia, Carson Tabarachi, transfer from Utah last year. Oh, Chris Thompson Jr., transfer from Auburn, came along with uh, Romello Height. And then I mentioned Taka Curtis. So that's eight guys. So you have to start asking, um, out of that group, you know, who are the three linebackers that are going to be on the field? Or if, you know, you're, they're running that 4-2-5 alignment, who are the two linebackers are you going to, are you going to run out there? This is, you know, this is a good problem to have. You want to have more players. You want to have the competition. And hopefully, this will make Alex Grinch's job more difficult. So he'll now have to say, all right, my job's harder. Make it easy for me. Tell me who I need to put out there. Prove it to me. Or as Lincoln Riley said, don't make it a 50-50 call. Set yourself apart. Because, you know, if you, if you make it 50-50, sometimes the coaches are going to be wrong. So I guess we're going to find out. Shane Lee, I, he's going to be a team captain. He's, on, he's low on my entry list, but strictly for the fact that all of a sudden now, Shane Lee has some competition with uh, players who are maybe equal to his ability and some that are definitely faster. And speed is another glaring issue, well, it was another glaring issue on, on USC's roster last year. I know they're trying to improve that this year. So we're going to find out. You know what else we're going to find out? Well, and if you haven't heard about it, I'm going to tell you. The uh, new Name, Image, and Likeness Collective, um, it's out. It's called the Tommy Group. This is a third, this is a, a group that is working with USC, but not affiliated with USC. Think student body right. That, remember the, uh, the collective that came out and it was causing some rancor within the uh, walls at USC uh, because they weren't familiar with the people and they want to have a working partnership with any type of NIL collective out there. So... The Tommy group consists of six different alums slash former athletes that um, have direct ties to USC. So here are the names. Keyshawn Johnson, 
Everybody should know that guy. Number one overall draft pick. John Terzian, Dave Stromberg, Alex Holmes, tight end for USC, Avi Chesson, and Michael Hahn. The Tommy Group says it has already worked with over 80 athletes on different deals. Now, one of those, uh, USC Heisman winner Caleb Williams, he's one of those who has already partnered up with the Tommy Group. He said, I look forward to seeing all the different ways they can provide support for not only my team, but other athletes in this new name, image, likeness era of college sports. Um, now, we haven't, I haven't, I don't think USC has released any official word uh, as, as far as the Tommy group. If they have, I haven't seen it, and that's my bad. But um, I, I think USC is willing to work with this group uh, because they haven't balked. I haven't seen any negativity about the Tommy group. So I think they're, everyone's in line with this. The big issue is, um, are these deals strictly going to be for the athletes? Or are these athletes learning what business and negotiations and partnerships are all about? Because the guys who are involved in this know they're business people. They're in it to make a buck too. So we're going to find out uh, how well this works. But I think it's off to a good start so far. It's very, it's it's definitely in its infant stage. So it's still rolling out. Um, but again, this is a. Uh, I think this group is has the blessing of USC. Now, for all of you out there who think, "Oh, great, USC is going to start playing players." wrong that is not the vision usc has for name image likeness you need to accept this okay usc does not want to pay high school athletes that's not what this program was intended for i know there's a lot of young viewers out there and look to me as your mentor your teacher there are certain players who can go to the Tommy group, like a Caleb Williams or a Malachi Nelson, and say, hey, you know what? Let's work together. Those guys have something that they can say, all right, you know what? I'm the number one recruit. I can go whenever I want. Let's see if we can put together some, some uh, financial packages that'll be worth it to you as well as to me. But there's so few of those high school athletes out there. So. USC's vision of name, image, likeness is to reward players who have earned it, who have been in college for a year or two, who have shown that, you know what, yeah, let's market your abilities. Let's help you make something. Out of high school, you're nobody. You're a recruit with star rankings. And I just wish all of you passionate fans out there, myself included, would stop trying to compare, well, Oregon's doing it. We've got to be like Phil Knight. No, you don't. They have to do it. Otherwise, they're not going to get recruits. Look at what happened with Texas A&M. They started paying high school recruits hand over fist. Well, that program's in shambles right now. Florida tried it. They screwed up big time. They lost their, their, their quarterback recruit. 
Miami, throwing money left and right. You know what happens when young people get a boatload of money in their pocket? Not a lot. They spend it, and they become, I don't know, uh, less enthusiastic. They think, oh, man, hey, I'm living fat. Got news for you. Things are expensive. So I know I just kind of went off on a tangent, a little bit of a rant there, but I just wish people would get this in their mind that USC, when they're winning, high school recruits will want to play for them. Yes, the defense needs to get better. You don't need to pay somebody to come play for Alex Grinch. Okay, You don't need to pay a high school kid to come play for Lincoln Riley. Are there certain players that you, you might say, all right, hey, you know what, let's talk. Sure. But for the most part, USC's vision of name, image, and likeness is to reward players who have shown, hey, you know what? You might not be Caleb Williams, but uh, there's something there. Let, let's let's put together, let's get you in touch with the right people. That's what the Tommy Group is about. That's what these collectives are. They're not putting money in players' pockets. They're networking associations, putting you in touch with a restaurant chain or a car dealership or whatever you can think of. That's what name, image, likeness is all about. <clears throat> so, there you go. I apologize for the coughing sniffling. I'm not sure if I'm still getting over this cold or what. Nevertheless, another episode of Locked on USC in the books. I'll be back at you again tomorrow with another episode. Don't forget, USC host Cal at the Galen Center. Get out there, watch them. They need to win. And they need you out there supporting them. So until then, you know what to do. <laughs>